The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Oh, joining us on the line, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Always great to chat to Rolene at this time of the day. Good afternoon, Rolene. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. <laughs> Always good to chat to you. Well, Rolene, somebody's saying that there's going to be, uh, there's a possibility of an event which would dwarf our our well-beloved Abraham Accords, the Saudi crown prince to the U.S. media, says every day we are getting closer to ties with Israel. Tell us more. Well, we are certainly seeing a, a lot of momentum around this. Mm. And I don't want to say that uh, it, it's imminent, but we heard from our foreign minister earlier today, um, Ellie Cohen, saying that a Saudi deal could be in place as early as 2024. So mm. a wonderful surprise last night, the Saudi crown, uh, crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, speaking to Fox News said that um, his country is moving closer to normalization with Israel. And he said, you know, it, it's not dependent on who is in, in office at the time. He was um, uh, quite emphatic about that. So it doesn't matter if it's uh, Netanyahu or if it's another uh, premier. The, the Saudis are keen mm. on progressing with normalization. He says every day we get closer. Now, what is interesting is we did have one of the Hebrew channels already start saying, well, you know, uh, flights to Jeddah are only about two, two and a half hours, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to get in early on the action. But let's like, calm down until we get sure. an official mm-hmm. treaty in place. But... Um, you know, he also said that should Iran become nuclear, that uh, the Saudis would have to as well. Now, this is a little bit of a sticking point because we also had a, a report, according to the Wall Street Journal, that claims that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu has in- instructed uh, officials to allow the Saudis to enrich uranium. Yes. This has mm-hmm. had some um, uh, some resistance from opposition leaders who are, are nervous about the possibility of a, a nuclear Saudi, and also mm. because are we possibly... Um, going to see some kind of a nuclear arms race in the Middle East. This is what we want to avoid Mm -hmm. at all costs. And uh, news that the Prime Minister has appealed to the Americans that uh, if the Saudis are allowed to enrich uranium, then there need to be some very, very strict security measures. But I think right now we don't have too many details. It was quite interesting to hear... Um, uh, His Royal Highness, uh, the Crown Prince, uh, when he was asked what are the criteria, he was asked about the Palestinians and he said, you know, I don't want to get too much into what concessions from who or when, because, uh, you know, we're still very much in the negotiation phase. Mm-hmm. However, we do want to see a good life for the Palestinians. So let's uh, see what is uh, addressed when Prime Minister Netanyahu addresses the UNGA tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He is expected to speak tomorrow. We, of course, are watching uh, the Super Bowl of speeches. <laughs> with bated breath, um, 
Uh, I did manage to catch a little bit of what Cyril Ramaphosa said. Again, uh, you know, uh, when he addressed the Middle East, I don't know why he's doing that, because South Africa is so far removed from it and so partisan, but never laying for everything at the foot of Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Ramaphosa, if you are listening, I mean, who knows, maybe he listens to Chai FM, Michael. <laughs> well, um, yeah. he, he, cert- he certainly should. But, uh, you know, the, 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 this, this is not productive. Take a leaf yeah. out of the Gulf states on how we approach this. And I was watching this thinking to myself, yes, America very much are uh, a present and very much involved. But wouldn't it be something if all the Western diplomats who have tried for decades mm. Mm. Uh, to, to broach peace, to, to try and broker peace, uh, unfortunately, unsuccessfully, if they are put to the post by an Arab country, given that they have said that there will be no peace with Arab countries until there is peace with the Palestinians. And uh, I think that if we do have an eventual peace or normalization with the Saudis, I think the rest of the Arab world is just going to open up. Roland, something I wanted to run by you uh what has been the reaction from the Israeli people uh, regarding Saudi normalization? Uh, well, sorry, carry on. Well, this is very exciting for the Israeli people. You know, we're looking at the opportunities from a business perspective, uh, from a cooperation perspective. It's mm-hmm. so many different areas, travel, uh, the economy, Finance, agriculture, sports, you name it. I mean, look what we've achieved with the United Arab Emirates and with Bahrain and with Morocco. Um, This will completely transform our region. It was very interesting to see the the Crown Prince, His Royal Highness, uh, Prince Ben Salman speaking in English. He did the interview in English. He very much sees himself as a, a Middle Eastern Renaissance man. <laughs> and so for, for, for the most part, Israelis are extremely positive about this. Of course, we do have the kicker. We do have elements within our government. We have 12 members of Likud yesterday writing an open letter to Prime Minister Netanyahu. We've heard from the far-right faction saying absolutely no concessions. And the reality is that concessions are going to have to be made. And Mm. I think the Prime Minister is very much in a position where he's carefully weighing it up and looking at the at the long-term wins. Sure. He's playing sure. the long game. Mm. And, um, you know, like him or loathe him at the moment, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, certainly very, very controversial. This is this would be a, a, a massive, massive achievement for whichever Israeli premier right. is sitting in office should this happen. Well, whilst you're on the subject of meetings, Rolene, let's look at details from uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu's meeting with uh, U.S. President Joe Biden. Well, at long last, the two met on the sidelines of the UNGA. We have had uh, hints from the president that there is a possibility that Prime Minister Netanyahu will have his, um, you know, much coveted invitation to the White House before the end of the year. So we'll see 
what happens uh, on that front. But for the most part, they address the issue of the judicial overhauls. We have heard from the Biden administration and many administrations that they are concerned about the impact that these judicial overhauls could have on, is, uh, on Israel's very, very robust democracy. Mm-hmm. The Prime Minister assuring President Biden that Israel uh, has always been and will remain a democracy. We've also heard him use very different language with the meeting with Elon Musk the other day saying that the initial draft was terrible. This is very much his focus now. But, and I have to put the, the, the spanner in, what the Prime Minister tells the American public and what he tells his constituents here in Israel are two very different messages. And President Biden is very aware of that. He also thanked the President for the U.S.'s resolute support in ensuring that Iran doesn't become nuclear, and also for America's role in our movements. I'm very careful with my words here, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, with our movements towards a possible normalization with the Saudis. Okay, well, uh, let's not mince our words with the next discussion, Aurelien. Always on a feel-good note, Israeli Emirati foreign ministers are meeting and discussing three years of Abraham Accords. Well, this is a meeting I would have loved to have been in. I'm mm, sure you would yes, have as well. Yes, I would have joined uh, in. The Definitely. two foreign ministers, Eli Cohen and Abdullah bin Zayed, meeting on the sidelines of the UNGA. This is where all the schmoozing happens, people. It all happens on the <laughs> sidelines of the UNGA. This is where you network. This is where you mm-hmm. schmooze. We did hear that Prime Minister Netanyahu sent out for Duncan Donuts. Who does thank it? Who does thank it? But mm-hmm. a very positive meeting. Uh, ben Zayed invited Foreign Minister Ellie Cohen to attend the COP28 big climate conference that is scheduled to take place in Dubai. And um, one thing that's very, very interesting is that Betzalel Smotrich, our Finance Minister, our National Security Minister, Itamar Ben-Gavir, who's National Director, quit yesterday. Uh, for personal reasons, read into that what you may. Mm. But um, they were not invited to be part of a, an incredible initiative that's taking place. It's the 77 Joint Cultural Initiative between Israel and the Emirates across seven Emirati cities and seven Israeli cities. They have been snubbed. Well, as you called it, the UN Journalistic Super Bowl. That's where it all happens. That's where all the deals are made. That's where all the discussions have been happening. Rolene, before I forget, Gama Khatima Tova to you and to everybody listening at the moment. Thank you. Gama Khatima Tova, everybody. Have a safe and meaningful fast. And I will catch you on Tuesday, Mark. Yes, that is what I had to make sure for that greeting to you. Rolene, all the best and have a blessed uh, time during this point in time. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel.